everyone, it's Krista Bontrager and I'm your tour guide this year as we go through the Bible as part of the Route 66 campaign for Grace Church of Glendora. This is the Points of Interest podcast where we preview this week's reading and get you ready to get into the Word of God. Are you ready? Here we go. Hello, Grace family. Congratulations. You've made it to week 19. And this week we'll be starting in 1 Chronicles chapter 15, finishing up 1 Chronicles and then moving into 2 Chronicles up through chapter 8. Now, as a bit of a recap from last week when we started the book of 1 Chronicles, you should be picking up by now that there is some degree of restating or retelling stories from the books of 2 Samuel and 1 and 2 Kings. One way to think about the relationship between the books of Samuel and Kings in comparison to Chronicles is to think of it like the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Each of the Gospels offers a slightly different perspective on the life of Jesus. So also the books of Chronicles presents Israel's history with a purpose different from that of Samuel and Kings. The books of 2 Samuel and 1 and 2 Kings talk about all of the kings in Israel and Judah, and in particular about the sins of of Israel and Judah that resulted eventually in their captivity and exile. But when we get to the book of Chronicles, remember this is written after the time of the exile. The people that were left from the southern kingdom who had been taken away to Babylon are now returning to the land as a result of the edict of King Cyrus. They're able to resettle in their homeland and that's when the book of Chronicles is written and the book of Chronicles focuses on those elements of history that God wanted the returning Jews to meditate on. God wanted his people to remember that obedience results in God's blessing. He also wanted them to remember the priority of the temple and the priesthood. And we'll read a lot this week about David's plans and efforts to rebuild the temple, but then that that baton was passed to his son Solomon. God also wanted his people to remember the unconditional promise to David that there would always be a king that was descended from him on the throne. Now, remember, at the time that Chronicles is written, David's descendants were no longer kings in Israel. The last king we read about last week at the end of Second Kings gets transported to Babylon. But remember, we ended Second Kings on a little bit of a high note. There was a little shred of hope that that king was gaining favor with the king of Babylon. Well, now we're continuing that line of hope. Even though David's descendants are no longer rulers in Israel, the chronicler wants the Jews to remember David's royal lineage, that God had promised a future ruler would rise from that line. Even though the Jewish political and social power has been transferred now to other leaders and other foreign powers that will control Israel, the chronicler wants to remind God's people of their priestly and kingly past and that that would prepare them for the future Messiah. 
Now let's just talk about a few highlights that differentiate the book of Chronicles from the book of Kings. The author of the book of Chronicles is mostly interested in ordering the information about David, Solomon, and their descendants in such a way as to really highlight the best of Judah's history. It is some people have even said it's sort of an idealized picture of Judah's history. For example, the entire incident between David and Bathsheba is left out of the book of Chronicles. The great sin of David isn't even mentioned as part of what happens here. On the other hand, we'll see next week that in the book of Kings, the King Manasseh, the son of Hezekiah is presented 100% wicked and evil. Whereas in second Chronicles, he's presented as wicked at first, but then repenting. So you'll want to look for some of these similarities and differences. We have a much fuller picture in the book of Chronicles of David's activities to prepare for the temple being built by his son. We have the account of how the land was secured and purchased by David. We have a, a much more detailed account of how the Ark of the Covenant came to be moved and rest in Jerusalem. Another difference between Kings and Chronicles is that if one were to only read Chronicles, you would never know about the seven and a half years of Ishbosheth's reign. Again, you wouldn't know about the sin of David and Bathsheba or the fallout of that sin. We had several chapters just talking about the disruption to David's family and his children and the whole unfortunate incident between Amnon and Tamar and Absalom's rebellion. All of those things are absent from the book of Chronicles. The Chronicles also contains much more about the worship of God. You're going to find even this week some songs embedded in the Chronicles account. So we have much more information and uh, of the worship of the kings in particular of God. Also, diff another difference we're going to notice is that the entire history of the Northern Kingdom is omitted from Chronicles because the Northern Kingdom had no bearing on the house of David. And since this is a, an account about the house of David, because they were the true and authentic line of the Jews that stayed faithful to the house of David, that's where the chronicler focuses his attention because that's also where true worship happens, which is in Jerusalem. In short, we might put it this way, that the books of Samuel and Kings really serves to document the way that God was right to judge both Israel and Judah for their covenant disobedience. Whereas Chronicles is really focusing more on the mercy of God, the worship of God, and the keeping of his covenant promises to his people. In short, we might say that the books of Samuel and Kings really serves to document why God was just to judge Israel and Judah for their covenant disobedience, for their worship of false gods. Whereas Chronicles is more focusing on God's mercy and his temple and the priests and worship and most of all in the preservation of the house of David. 
finally, I thought this might be a good point to give a short word about how to apply historical books to our New Covenant context. We've covered a lot of historical books. We had Joshua and Judges and Samuel and Kings, and now we're in Chronicles. And really, these all fall under the literary genre of historical narrative. Now, I'm sure that most of you know that there are many different kinds of genre of literature in the Bible. Because, you know, the Bible is really like a book of books. It's, it's one bound book of many smaller books. And within those smaller books are different genres of literature. We have poetry, we have historical narrative, we have apocalyptic literature about the end of the world, we have ancient Near Eastern law passages, we just have a wide variety of literature. We also have wisdom literature in there that we're going to start getting into very soon in the book of Job. So we have to think about each of these genres of literature as having their own set of rules and parameters for how they are interpreted. Well, if we might talk for a moment about the historical narrative part of the Old Testament, this part of scripture that we've been moving in now for a couple of months, and a question might come up in your mind is, how do I apply any of this to my life? And is it relevant to me? Well, the way to really think about this is to think about this as your family tree. When we think about our past and the rich history that we have as Americans, we think about our founding fathers and we think about our connectedness as Americans to those founding fathers and to their ideals. And we don't really mind that history as something that has practical application to our life immediately when we hear the story of George Washington crossing the, the Delaware or if we hear about a particular battle in the Civil War and or a war hero, we think about those stories as those stories are my stories as an American. That's I'm connected to those people. That's part of my identity. Well, that's much like our relationship with the Old Testament. These are our heroes. These are the people that we are connected with. For those of you who are Jews, you have a direct connection with these stories. For those of us who are Gentiles, we've been grafted into God's people. And these stories now become our stories. And this is part of the, the flow of history of how God's working in the world. And we've been talking about the great grand story of the seed of the woman versus the seed of the serpent and how the seed of the serpent sometimes looks like it's winning and it might even snuff out and crush the seed of the woman and yet the seed of the woman there is always a remnant a faithful remnant that remains on the earth and from that remnant comes the messiah the savior the culmination of the story in matthew chapter one so when we think about history we want to think about ourselves as part of this grand narrative it's not so much a primarily a question of What's the immediate application to my life? It's more of an understanding of these passages as part of our identity, coming into an appreciation of how God works in history. And he's working this history in the Old Testament 
to have a specific end goal, and that is to result in the coming of the Messiah so that the peoples of the earth may be blessed through him. And that's us. We are those peoples of the earth, those of us especially who are Gentiles. Well, that's kind of a little crash course on some basics of how to interpret the Bible and using the rules of various literary genres to help us really interpret the Bible in the most sound way. We really want to get to what is the author trying to tell us? What did God inspire that author to record? How can I best understand that so that it can really inform my identity as God's people? Well, that's all for this week. We're moving into Second Chronicles and we'll continue the adventure next time. We'll pick it up right there. And I'll look forward to seeing you then. Goodbye for now and God bless. <music>